Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Podcast Room 303. This is episode 185. I'm your host, Jermaine Colon Mendez. This is my co-host, Nicholas Morahan. And as always, we have with us the EPE. On today's speed edition of Room 303, we'll see how quickly we can get through a communion with E. Uh, it's always some mysterious topic, as E always likes to act in the shadows. And then we'll get into the AL Central Futures Breakdown. Without further ado, how are you doing this evening, Nick? Dehydrated. <laughs> One word answer. How are you doing this evening, Eric? Not dehydrated. Well, that's, that's two, two words. That's two words. Uh, but I'm the opposite. You should have just said hydrated then. No. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't like to make things simple, dude. Yeah, we're aware. <laughs> Breaking news, the Chicago Bulls have just taken the league on the Indiana Pacers. For those of you listening, this episode will be posted during the week of the 10th of... I'm sorry, not the 10th of March. It should be like the 13th of March. Uh, I'd like for you to guess what game I'm watching right now. Bulls Ooh. versus Pacers. Might take some research. All right, so it was a good day. <laughs> the Lakers beat the Supersonics. I didn't have to use my AK. Mama cook a breakfast with no hog. <laughs> um, yep. All right, so that's that works, Eric. You know, take it away. Yeah. So uh, for this community, uh, real simple. Um, the caveat here is you only you can only do it once, a round trip. You get to go and come back. So if you could time, if you could only time travel once, would you go back with the knowledge you have and change things to benefit you now, or would you go to the future, gain information and then come back and change the lives of your children and future generations? Yo, so there's so there's a comedian that makes a really funny joke about this, and he's like, I think that if I took all the knowledge I had right now and went back into the like went into the future or into the past. He's like, I don't think I'd make a difference. Because <laughs> like, I would tell them to do something. They'd be like, well, how do you do that? And he'd be like, oh, let me look at it. Oh. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah, I don't really know. I just kind of look things up in the future. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I mean, I'm clearly going to the future. I'm not going to the past. I've already read about the past. The only thing I haven't read about is the future. So I'm going to the future. Trying to see if we are indeed microchipped, if we all live in futuristic cities that are surveilled by the government at all times, where no one has any freedoms and owns anything. I'd be interested to see how that worked out. Uh, also, it'd be crazy to just see what <laughs> go to cities you you've already seen and then see them a hundred years in the future to see what that's about. Uh, I'd like to see how impactful space force is. Uh, I'd like to see flying cars. I'd like to see uh, humans that are androids now because everyone's going to willingly uh, agree to, to modify their bodies with optic lenses and steel arms and go-go gadget penises. So uh, I'm going into the future. And when I come back, fuck everyone. I don't have kids now. I'm not giving nobody nothing. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm following the plot of Back to the Future, too. I'm going forward. I'm taking a sports almanac. I'm coming back, and I'm making, over time, very, very smart. That at the beginning, people are like, dude, there's no way. But I'm going to find way. I'm going to spend time researching why there is a way. So that way, like, 
And I'm not going to bet huge sums of money on it. But I'm just going to get – I'm going to gain that glory among my friends of like, yo, you remember like three years ago when Nick said Leicester would win the Premier League? I was like, I fucking certainly do. Yeah, I, I would get that – bring that sports almanac back and I would just bet all futures, like division win totals, and just never miss. Yeah. Like, no one's ever going to be like, yo, what the fuck is this guy doing? I'm just like, right. I'm just picking based on the line you've said. Right. It's your <laughs> and line. I'm a, and I'm going to be rich. Right. <laughs> And then, you know, maybe maybe I'll leave $100 for some friends here and there. But fuck them. I knew I was in this for the long haul. <laughs> Plus trip, am I right? Mm. Yeah, I'm going future. I don't know. Are you going past, Eric? Um, <laughs> he looked down his notes. And he was like, well, not anymore. No, yeah. no, I, I am. I, it's just, I was luck was? I would go to the past based off solely off the premise of I was looking at it from a viewpoint like – I don't, it's not to go see the past. It's not to go see the future. It's to gain the information or use the information you have to change your current life or the future life. You know what I mean? Like for me, it's, I go to the past just because I don't plan on having kids. So might as well bet on some, or put some money on some Amazon stock or, or some shit like that and just change my life currently now as it's constructed since I'm not going to have kids and have any, if I go to the future, all that information is just going to die with me because I'm not going to pass it down to anybody. I thought you said you come back though. Yeah. No, you do come back. But that information I have from the future, like I'm so, not gonna pass. I can give it to my friends' kids or something, but it's not gonna affect my my life because it's I die with the knowledge. So Eric had to make that caveat because he asked me. He goes, "You have one trip, and you can either go to the past or the future. Which one are you taking?" In the same plot, and I was like, "Well, neither. Why do I care? I only get one trip. I ain't coming back." <laughs> uh, one trip. I'm going to Japan. That's my trip. Yep. I'm going to do mushrooms. That'll be my trip. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. The past doesn't interest me. Um, that's that's the I, only I, thing that I would do, though. For Eric, that's the only thing that I would do. To Eric's point. I would go back to, like, me at, like, me in high school and be like, yo, just trust me. Yeah. Put a, put a paycheck on Bitcoin right now and do not touch it. Do not touch it until 2016 and then sell it all. If you're asking me if I can time travel, which direction I want to go in, it's always the future. But in this situation, it wouldn't be the future for me. But in almost any other situation, I want to, I'd rather go to the future and see everything, like, you know, all the things you said, like see how well, humanity so, well, is evolved and shit. Well so, now we're, well, so now we're getting into this conversation of does me going back to the past is this a butterfly effect situation? That's why I don't want to go back to the past. Right, because then I come back. Yeah, I, I told me to put money on Bitcoin, but now I don't, like, have my daughter. I don't, like, like, like exactly. what, like, like I, I don't want to come back, and then I'm like, what the heck? Like, you have to figure out where right, the fuck right, you are right, in right. life. And everybody already knows who I am, and I'll be the crazy one being like, wait, who are you? And she's like, I'm your wife. I'm like, no, you're not. You try to drive to work. You don't actually work there, so you don't know where the fuck you're working right now. Then I get fired because I, I didn't show up to work. No, I'm going to the future. I'm getting the answers to the next things to make a fuck ton of money. Probably tracking all Nancy Pelosi's uh, stock market. 100%. Trends. And then I'm coming back and I'm making the money for me then. And then I'm using that money to set up my family that does exist. I'm setting up trust funds with my name. I'm putting accounts in people's names, but all with money I've made. I'm not trying to go to the past, tell 15-year-old me XYZ and then come back at 32 
and be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Could you have, dude? I just had this scenario in my head. Could you imagine? Like, you put money on Bitcoin. You sell it. You make, you know, you know, and, and, and now at like 32, you would you would probably buy real estate. You would probably buy a couple of businesses, right? Could you imagine coming back? And some assistant is like, all right, Mr. Colon Mendez, it's time for the board meeting. And you're like, the fucking what? Like, <laughs> yeah. And they're like, they're like, okay, are we gonna buy Toshiba Technologies or or Whamadine Solutions? And you're like, I don't fucking know. They're, they're like, well, they're like, well, you knew yesterday. I'm over here walking around in sweatpants. They're trying to get me in a board meeting. <laughs> Just coming back yet. Could you imagine Eric? Eric goes back. Make some decision that makes him a billionaire. Comes back to the future, and we have to like watch Eric be like, like I run what? I run. Yeah, but you, you, have you, take into, you have to take. And you didn't do drugs at all. <laughs> you take into account your personality. Like, if I went back, gave That's myself my personality. I became rich. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be a, on a board of a business. That's not my personality. Well, no, okay. Well, no, okay. Well, no. Now we're talking about we're, we're talking about time travel that involves dual personalities. Your personality is not the you same. Don't, you don't change, Eric. You don't change because probably, you took I'm yourself probably... out of time, and then when you yeah. put yourself back in time, you're in your life, but with Eric before he changed shit. So they're <laughs> expecting you to run a Fortune 500 company, and you're gonna step in and be like, "Anybody want Uber Eats for dinner?" <laughs> They'd be pretty accurate. They'd be like, yeah. They'd be like, Mr. Washington, are you okay? Like, why don't you just have your chef cook something up? And you'd be like, a what? A what now? Bro, like could a- you you imagine you you time you I time travel from San Diego to the past, right? I come back. What if I don't even live in San Diego anymore? <laughs> right? And I time travel back to the apartment that I left from. And I'm sitting there with like a Polish family that doesn't speak a lick of English, right? Yeah, this a- is a this is a skit for a comedy show. It's actually the <laughs> it's actually the United Countries of States. <laughs> it's not even called United States of America anymore. <laughs> right, <laughs> like the states of United America. Everyone speaks uh, Chinese now. I don't even know the working language in America. Hell no, bro. I'm going to the future. I'm developing an Iron Man suit and I'm bringing it back and I'm fighting crime. Like there's no chance I'm going into the past and changing everything so drastically. I would hate, you know, like I don't deal with anxiety as much as, as most people my age now. It seems like everyone has a fucking crippling anxiety because they can't make decisions. But coming back and not knowing a single lick about your life, I mean, you're pretty much you're you're pretty much just dealing with like amnesia. <laughs> Imagine trying to come back Yo, and learn. That's so that's so funny. I would you would, would, you would get your you that. would get your perfect life, <laughs> and then you would ruin it <laughs> so quickly. You bro. would get you would be like, oh my god, this is exactly the life I wanted. How the fuck did I get here? You're over here busting the same jokes and they're like even more tasteless now because they're like, Mr. Morahan, you can't be saying that. Our shareholders. Our shareholders. Well, I'll be. I, I, I am a shareholder. They're like, no, you're not. You are the, you're the man. 
I just come back out of the time jump and I'm like, does anyone have any orange slices? <laughs> They're like, Mr. Morahan, you can't eat gluten anymore. <laughs> no! You imagine you go back in time and you come back to your to where you're supposed to be at the current time frame or whatever and you don't have any legs and you don't know how you don't have any legs. <laughs> you're just dead. <laughs> you come back and you're dead. You've changed the time jump right. so bad that you're dead now. And it's like, shit, I only had one round trip. <laughs> I right. can't go back and fix it. You're just in the coffin. You're like, shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm going with future, bro. There's too many variables going into the past. Yeah, I'd rather okay. deal with the IRS being like, how'd you make $100 million this year? <laughs> Lucky sports betting? <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm good. I like my legs. Yeah, I like my legs. <laughs> All right, so that wraps up communion with these. Today's topic was if you had one round trip, you know, United United Timelines, <laughs> not United Airlines, which would you rather go to the future or the past? I think – I think I've resoundingly settled for myself. I'm going to the future, the the past. You imagine you type in the wrong date for the past. You end up fucking fighting T-Rexes. Bro, <laughs> I wouldn't know any of my any of my passwords anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm good. I make some complicated ass passwords. Imagine you came back, you couldn't get in. You're, you're like, you're like your pin numbers changed. You're like, why the fuck would I change that? Dude, my biggest fear would be like. If I went back in time and I came back, right, and I was like a Celtics fan, you know how upset I'd be if I was a Celtics fan. Uh, all first right, of all, all right, if Mr. Morahan, here's your tickets to your favorite team, the Detroit Red Wings. Bro, I mean, I, bro, I mean, it's five times got blacked. <laughs> Just God, bro. Like, there's no chance. I hate people from Boston because they suck. I hate Boston sports teams because they suck. Imagine being a Boston sports fan. I would just be so. You I'm, pop, you I'm pop back into your, you pop back into your apartment. Everything's <laughs> normal. You live there, but every like you're one of those super fans where everything. No. Is Boston Celtics. The glasses. The plates. The refrigerator magnets. Their colorway is down, ugly, though. You look down, Jermaine. You're in a pair of Boston Celtics boxers. No, dude, their colorway's <laughs> too ugly for that, bro. Boston Celtics boxers. Boston Celtics socks. Nike Jays that look that are green and white. I don't want that creepy white racist leprechaun all over my fucking house. No chance, dude. I I would just I would off myself. Devil's advocate style, Keanu Reeves, like, hey, you ain't getting me. Fuck you. Bam. Right. But that's neither here nor there. Let's go ahead and get into this AL Central Futures review, Nick. AL Central Futures review. After that, where Jermaine doesn't <laughs> Jermaine doesn't want to blap himself because he's a Celtics fan. Uh, so the AL Central last year, they had one team, uh, the team that won the division, also qualified for the playoffs. The Cleveland Guardians won 92 games. They finished 11 games ahead of the Chicago White Sox, who won 81 games, 14 games ahead of the Minnesota Twins, who won 78 despite their star-studded roster. Uh, Jermaine's Darlings last year finished fourth to Detroit Tigers. They won 66 games. And the and, World Series. And the World Series <laughs> in his mind. 
I'm going to Carolina in my mind. And the Kansas City Royals finished last in the division, 27 games behind the Guardians with 65 wins. Based on luck overall, uh, the Cleveland Guardians were actually, I mentioned in our last show, one of the three teams in the MLB who had no difference in wins by luck. So their 92 wins were their 92 wins. Uh, the Chicago White Sox were a bit unlucky. They were four wins below where they should have been and about 14 below where I thought they would be. Uh, they had 85. The Minnesota Twins were a little bit luckier, two wins above. They should have finished with 76. The Detroit Tigers were also lucky with the two wins. They should have finished at 64. And the Kansas City Royals were the were the luckiest team in the division, finishing three wins uh, above where they should. Wow, three. <clears throat> uh, if we look at offseason losses and additions, the division-winning Cleveland Guardians did not lose really anyone of consequence and added Josh Bell from the Nats, Nats and Padres, really, and Mike Zanino from the Tampa Bay Rays. So if we look at that, they've added – a team that won the division last year with 92 wins has added five wins – uh, this offseason. Okay. Second division and always my darlings, the <laughs> Chicago White Sox didn't do too good in free agency. They lost Jose Abreu to the Astros, a major blow for big them. Big loss, big loss. We talked about last episode, Johnny Cueto is going to anchor the, that resurgent Marlins team, and Josh Harrison went to the Phillies. They added Andrew ben, Benintendi from the Royals. They added uh, actually re-signed Elvis Andrews, after getting him from Oakland at the trade deadline and uh, added San Diego Padres pitcher Mike Clevenger, who has yet to recover from his Tommy John surgery of two years ago. He's recovered from it, but he's yet to be playing at the level before he had Tommy John surgery. This all amounts to the Chicago White Sox, who underperformed last year, underperforming in free agency, three uh, minus three wins, or they've lost three wins in the offseason. Uh, the Minnesota Twins uh, let Gino Urshaw walk in the offseason. Uh, he went to the uh, he went to Los Angeles. Uh, they did add uh, Christian Velasquez from Houston, Kyle Farmer, and Donovan Sol- Solano from Cincinnati, and Joey Gallo from the Dodgers. They also were the benefactors of Carlos Correa's trip around the moon, trip around the MLB. Uh, this offseason as he landed <laughs> right back with the Minnesota Twins uh, and re-signed with them. Uh, that all amounted to Minnesota gaining uh, one win in the offseason. That, that Correa re-signing was a very, very good move uh, by Minnesota. Uh, Detroit, Jermaine Starlings, <laughs> he thought they were going to do really well last year. They let him down. Uh, they lost Robbie Grossman. Uh, Traded him away at the deadline to the Braves. He then went to the Rangers. And Michael Fulmer, they also traded away to the Twins interdivision. Fulmer has since left the division and moved on to the Chicago Cubs. Yay! Uh, In the offseason, the Tigers made some good uh, depth moves. They added Michael Lorenzo, pitcher from the Angels, and Matt Boyd, a pitcher from Seattle. That's all amounted to the Tigers uh, pretty much breaking even. They're on the positive side. Uh, Around, If you round up, they added a win this offseason. The last team 
uh, in this division, the Kansas City Royals. They lost uh, Andrew Benintendi to the White Sox. You would have really liked to see him leave the division. And Carlos Santana, they got rid of at the deadline to Seattle. Excuse me. <laughs> I was what? Like, what happened? Yeah. They they lost Carlos Santana to the – or they, they got rid of Carlos Santana at the deadline to the Mariners. He then has gone to the Pirates. They did sign Jordan Lyles from the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, this all amounts to Kansas City – being about a win and a half below. So they lost a win and a half in free agency. They were already so bad, though. (laughs) I think, as teased on our last episode, that the Kansas City Royals will have the worst record in baseball. Uh, I believe that was plus 1,200 on our last episode. Yeah, I mean, based on... Yeah, based on that, I guess it's not really that big a leap. This division feels... Uh, pretty much chalk again. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I like I listen. I, I'll say it. I'll say it without actually meaning it. This year, I think the White Sox still have <laughs> still have a team that Tony Larusa ran into the ground last year. <laughs> but I think Terry Francona is a very good manager for the Guardians. So. <laughs> let's and, and with, with, without further ado, let's get into uh, the betting picks. And Pedro Griefall is the new manager for the White Sox. Word. All right. So moving into the uh, the picks here uh, for the AL Central um, for division winner, the Cleveland Guardians have the best odds, as they said, plus one thirty five. Uh, they actually have the Twins with the second best odds at plus two twenty five. Uh, White Sox plus two forty, Tigers plus twenty two hundred, and the Kansas City Royals at plus three thousand. I'd say Cleveland, fellas. What what are you guys taking? I will also be taking Cleveland. I'm gonna take Cleveland. Uh, as much as I sit here and believe that Cleveland is gonna fall off eventually, they continue to run this division, um, and I still see them continuing to run this division. So, yep. Cool. Uh, so we're going to move into the regular season win totals for these teams. Uh, again, always in alphabetical order. Uh, Chicago White Sox, uh, <laughs> their line has been set at 83 and a half. Oh, such a good line. <laughs> such a good line. Give me the under. Oh, how are you going to call that ref? How are you going to call that ref? He didn't even foul. You went with the under on the White Sox? The under. I thought you just said Tony LaRusso. The under. <laughs> I don't like it. Bet the under. Uh, look, my uh, expectations for the White Sox have hit an all-time low, so I'll take the under as well on this one. Grumble, grumble, grumble. Take the under. All right, so moving into Cleveland, their win total was set at 86 and a half. Man, that feels good, too. Uh, I want the over. I mean, I'll take the over, but <laughs> that feels it's, pretty. To, to Jermaine's point, it's not going to take a lot to win the AL Central this year. Yeah, <laughs> yo, I could see them winning eighty six wins and winning the division. So, winning eighty six wins, winning eighty six <laughs> games, winning eighty six wins. That's you know the team that wins the most wins the most. Uh, all right, moving uh, to Detroit. Uh, the Tigers line was set at 70 and a half. What a great line. 
Oh, man. <laughs> what a great line. Uh, oh, I'll go under. This is such a bad division. <laughs> I don't think they got better. I learned my lesson. Give me the under. All right. They're still uh, winning the World Series this year, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so the Kansas City Royals, uh, their line was set at under nine and a half. Under. Hammer. Jermaine puts the nail. I'll tell you what to do. Hammer. <laughs> under. And then Worst record cl- in baseball. To close out this division, the Twins, uh, their line was set at 83 and a half. It's so crazy that 83 and a half is the same line for the for the White Sox and the Twins. Under. Under at minus 110. Cool. Man, did I really just take the under for all these? <laughs> I mean, that tells did me all, did all it's the, not going to hit. All the wins in the Central are going to the AL East. The black hole of wins that is the AL East. <laughs> Oh, it's just I don't think any of these teams are particularly good. And if any of them suffer one injury, I mean. Like the White Sox last year. So many injuries. I'll take the under. All right. Perfect. Uh, We'll move to teams making the playoffs. Let me get this pulled up here. (laughs) There's one. No, yes. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, Eric. Eric, you don't even have to go through all of them. There's one. It's the Cleveland Guardians. Ooh. But yes is minus 135. Okay, Eric, go through them. <laughs> All right. So the uh, Chicago White Sox, uh, yes, one, plus 125, no, minus 145. I still think it's no for the White Sox. We want it to be yes, but it's no. I do want it to be yes. So, so bad. All right. And then for Cleveland, uh, obviously, yes, minus 135, no, plus 115. Someone's got to win the division, so someone will make the playoffs. If I'm picking Cleveland to win the division, <laughs> therefore right. I'm picking Cleveland, yes, to make it minus 135. All right. Yeah. And then just to give the odds, Detroit, uh, yes, would be plus 1,200, and no would be minus 2,500. Safe no. to assume we're all taking no. Yeah. Yeah, the debate in this division is wh- is whether Chicago can, can somehow – if Cleveland pulls a Chicago, then Chicago wins the division this year, but – Right now, without knowing injuries, yeah. All it's... right, and then, and then uh, again, just running through it, Kansas City, yes, plus eleven hundred, no, minus two thousand. It's a no, no for everybody. No. Right. Oof. There's no way I could sit here and talk about how they're gonna have the worst record and, <laughs> and put right. yes, right? right. <laughs> and then Minnesota, we're all gonna take. So just to give you guys the odds, a yes is plus one thirty, a no is minus one fifty five. You guys are all taking no. No. Yeah, I, I don't. I think the AL East will get the wild card spots again. So, <laughs> all of them, all of them. Right. So, it's three wild card spots and three division winners, right? Correct. Maybe the maybe the Mariners can make it. <laughs> the Mariners or <laughs> the or Mariners who? or the Astros. Oh, in that division, I don't know who's who's in that Mariners division. Mariners Strohs. Pull it, pull the thread. Mariners Strohs. I'm gonna have to look at this division. I'm blanking on the rest of this. He he swims in a stream. 
like a cold mountain stream. No, I'm not. No, no, I'm not taking the angels. (laughs) Do it. No, no, fuck the angels. This is the best year. No, no, I've done it too many times. God damn it! I know that this is the AL Central podcast. I have done this too many times. I have been too excited too often for the fucking goddamn angels. If they make the playoffs this year, I will drive to their stadium (laughs) and throw an egg at it. Uh, By the way, my White Sox of this year is the Angels. In case you didn't know, the cost of eggs makes that an extraordinarily cost. cost, Almost an act of domestic terrorism. Inefficient trip, but it deserves it. And gas, and gas too. You saw that Otani is the. I know this is the AL Central Division, (laughs) but the Dodgers are the favorite for Otani because of some of the moves they made. Nope, they're not going to be the favorite. Because our, our boy Mikey T is playing, playing October baseball. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> ah, dude. All right, all right, Mike Trout's to, never playing playoff baseball. Back to the AL Central. Eric, take us through the finishing position. All right, so going into the division of finishing positions, uh, Chicago White Sox, uh, their best odds is second at plus 220. Um, you guys both have Cleveland winning, so I'm assuming you're going to take them second. But first for them would be plus 240, third would be plus 260, fourth would be plus 500, and fifth would be plus 1300. What are you guys doing? This is the great Minnesota Chicago debate. <laughs> Who do you think is going to get second, Nick? Twins or, or White Sox? White Sox. I don't know, man. I'm just sick of tired. I'm sick and tired of betting on the White Sox. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take I'll take second as well. Uh, I'm going to go chalk. Uh, I'll take second with uh, Minnesota third. Okay. Um, so we obviously all have Cleveland winning the division. So first for them is plus 135. If you guys don't think they are, I'll give you second and third. Second is plus 223rd is plus 350. Um, moving into Detroit. They had the best odds of finishing fifth at plus 130. Fourth plus 185. Third plus 425. Ooh. Second plus nine hundred and first plus twenty two hundred. What do you guys got? Detroit is projected a higher line of win totals, right. but they have them with the best odds to finish fifth. This is what we talk about all the time. Free with money, these futures, free money. Uh, yes, I will take Detroit to finish fourth at plus one eighty five. Bartender, <laughs> make that a double. Bartender, make that a double. <laughs> Uh, it just, and it's always so crazy to me that they, that happens. Yeah. Right. That's that's that value. Uh, yeah. Move, moving into Kansas city. Uh, they also, the best odds is also for fifth place at plus one Oh five, fourth plus one ninety, third plus 500, second plus 1100 and first plus 3000. What do you guys got? They even think that Kansas city to finish fifth is more likely than Detroit to finish fifth. Cause Detroit is plus one thirty. Right. Kansas City is plus 105. But they both them as the favorites. I don't get it. But Kansas City will will finish fifth. And the fact that you can get plus money is pretty friggin' awesome. Yeah. I was expecting it to be even. We got got an extra five odds, as my executive producer likes to say. Right. (laughs) I didn't know how to say it properly, so I just winged it. Uh, And then moving into... Hopefully uh, they don't win a couple of extra wins. (laughs) Uh... Moving to the last team in the division here, uh, Minnesota. Uh, obviously, uh, we have them finishing third, uh, but they have the best. Uh, their best odds is first at plus two twenty five, second at plus two twenty five, third at plus two sixty, 
fourth at plus 550 and fifth at plus 1300 uh based uh as currently constructed we all have them to go in third at plus third. 360 they have the bet they have the same odds for first and second <laughs> it's pretty interesting as, <laughs> as the as the winners yeah <laughs> it's pretty funny yeah kind of crazy I, and I, then, do, I feel like this division's chalk. Yeah. So we, we all have the same uh, trifecta. So first Cleveland, second uh, Chicago, third Minnesota. That's plus 500 odds. Ooh. That's nice. Unless we get the Minnesota team that we've been waiting for. And then. <laughs> if we get the Minnesota team that people have been waiting for and not the White Sox team people have been waiting for, I'm going to be pretty upset. People are going to fight. Uh, dude, I mean, like, I don't know, man. <laughs> this seems, this seems like the worst division in baseball. Oh man. It's, you know what? It's always the central divisions though. It's, it's this, t- this seems like the worst division in baseball because the, the team that got like the, the team that got the I almost said the most better. The team that got the most better is banking on a Josh Bell to have the season that he had last year. That's the Guardians are banking on Josh Bell to have a career year to continue to 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 refund them the price that they paid for him in free agency. I don't feel like any team got that good in in free agency this year. No, it yeah, and I'm gonna I'm betting on the Cleveland Guardians just purely because they have the best player in the division, in my opinion. Uh, you know, Jose Ramirez, aka Bam Bam. <laughs> Bam Bam. Uh, I think he's the best player in that division. I'm a big Josh Bell fan. Um, I was pretty disappointed that the Padres didn't retain his services, but I guess I can't really be upset with what the Padres did this offseason. We'll get into that when we discuss the uh, NL NL West, a.k.a. Nick's uh, least favorite division. <laughs> um, yeah, I, Josh Bell, I mean, I, I guess I'll take Xander Bogarts over Josh Bell. I would too. <laughs> <laughs> Although Josh Josh Bell across across his career with the Pirates and the Nationals has been an unsung yes. guy who's going to go out there get you twenty home runs, get you eighty RBIs, and hit two seventy five or above. Yeah, last last year he just did more of that and got paid for it. So yeah, good for him. I, I remember watching him a ton because obviously the Cubs play the Pirates a lot. So I remember watching him a ton. I thought him getting traded to the Padres was great. I expected the Padres to <laughs> to do more, but they lost the Phillies. At least they bounced the Dodgers. We can all be happy about that. Uh, the, Do- the Dodgers continue to uh, uh, pay to not win the World Series, and it actually fills my balls. Uh, makes me very, very happy to see that always. And, um, man. I, again, I, I said it multiple times, but my best bet from this division is Philly, or sorry, not Philly, Jesus, Kansas City to finish with the worst record at plus 1,200. Worst record in the MLB, fewest wins, plus 1,200. Yeah. They're depending be- on Zach Grinke. <laughs> <laughs> although, although did, you see the, did you see the thing in spring trading with Zach Grinke? 
using the pitch comm machine and shaking himself off? No. Oh, what's the pitch comm machine? So the pitch comm machine is so that you you don't you don't steal signs. So it's basically the catcher has this thing either on his wrist. I think it is on his wrist. And he taps a certain pitch which right sends on. a which sends a buzz to the pitcher. The pitcher's wearing a thing on his belt and it buzzes him for the pitch. Okay. And the pitcher acknowledges, "Yes, it's basically to reduce sign stealing." Because you can't steal a sign if a if a catcher's like, Just, yeah, they right. do it electron if right. they do it electronically. Yeah. What, so, so they so they so they flipped it in the spring training game. The Royals flipped it and they let Zach Grinke call his pitches, and the catcher wore the pitch gum thing. <laughs> so he called oh. a pitch. He called a pitch. Shook himself off and called another pitch. <laughs> Zach Grinke is always entertaining to watch on the mound. And uh, then picked a guy off at first. I saw something about this, and I don't remember what team it was but somebody could the team could hear the pitch comp yeah because it was so loud yeah. they could hear it and the dude still threw two scoreless innings right <laughs> listen here's that's how thing. hard hitting a baseball is. here's the thing <laughs> aside from being a fa- like like you know he's throwing a fastball you don't know where it's going <laughs> yeah of course <laughs> right the pitch comp isn't like Throw it low and inside. <laughs> yeah, dude. I I just thought it was crazy. I was like, yo, you're hearing the pitch and he's scoreless? Like, I don't I think I don't even know if they got a hit. I think it was two hitless <laughs> innings. Like that. Come on, guys. Come That's on. Hilarious. Come you're on. Like, Let's... I think he's throwing a curveball, but I can't seem to fucking hit it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the famous last words, it's incredibly difficult to uh to hit a baseball, man. I yeah. dude, I still think that puts that that has to put baseball up on one of the most physically difficult sports. Uh, maybe 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 the use of the word physical is not right. That's it's what one, me off. It's one of the most difficult sports that even absolutely the best pitcher in baseball. There are there is a select percentage. There are about if you take that the MLB has about seven hundred and fifty players in it. And you divide that in half between position players and and pitchers. pitchers. You're basically saying that there's 375 people on this planet that if a pitcher goes, I'm throwing fastball, can hit it. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the thing. Uh, if you watch some of these teams, they can't hit it. <laughs> and I'm not sure all of those 375, like going against Max Serger, if he was like, hey, I'm throwing a slider now. Yeah, that, it's probably not happening, bro. Yeah. It's probably not happening. Um, so does that does that actually kind of defend the Houston Astros and the Red Sox and the sign stealing? Uh, listen, okay, I, I make this argument every time. It is inc- it, it, it's the same argument with steroids <laughs> that it is. It. You still got to hit a baseball, right? You still got to – like, the trash can didn't help them make plays on defense or throw good pitches to the other. Like, yeah, it let them put up runs, but it didn't give them a good bullpen or a yeah. good – like, or, or, or a oh, – Jesus Christ, I'm going to regret saying this. Or it didn't help Dusty Baker out when he needed to do a position change, a pitch runner. Like, there wasn't there wasn't some guy in the, in the GM booth being like, Dusty! Pitch runner, I'm banging the trash can. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's one element of baseball. And, yeah, it's what helps scores runs. But believe me, 
As a Colorado Rockies fan, I've seen teams that can score 12 runs. It doesn't matter if you get beat by by, by the other team scoring 13. <laughs> like, Coors Field is amazing. You'll see a bunch of home runs. It doesn't matter because we're still going to lose by one anyway. It's going to be 13 <laughs> to 12 at the end of the day. So, yeah. And, and, and the reason for people who say the Astros are cheaters and they, they, they should be stripped of the World Series, you guys need to do your research and understand that baseball, of all the professional sports, crushes cheaters. Your leading your your home your leading home run hitter of all time is not in is not in the Hall of Fame. Your leading hits your hits leader of all time is not in the Hall of Fame. There's an entire team that is banned from history because they cheated. Baseball is not kind to to people who cheat against the game. So you won't think that that you you think that Rob Manfred wouldn't hesitate for a second to ban the Astros. It's because everybody was cheating. Every single MOB team was cheating in some way. The Astros just had the talent and maybe the luckiness to do it better. Yeah, fuck the Astros. But fuck the Astros. I'm glad to see that you're uh, all aboard on that Dusty Baker being a good manager train. It really really warms my heart that you came out and said that on the podcast. I, I I think it was good for the fans to hear you say that the, the manager still had to make the right decisions in the right moments. Fucking octogenarian manager. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought it, I just thought it, it really just, you know, it was kind of like the Grinch when his heart grew 10 times. So, Dusty Baker. Uh, you know, it was good to see that you're finally on board the Dusty train, bro. The bake show. Welcome to the bake show, Nick. I hate that. <laughs> All right, you guys got anything else for the roomies? Nothing for me. All right, we got a quick episode for you guys. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Podcast Room 303. I've been your host, Jermaine Colon Mendez. This is my co-host, Nicholas Morahan. And as always, we have with us the EPE. We'll see you next time when you come on down and step into the room. (laughs) 